Pittsburgh Steeler fans, my name is Brian Anthony Davis. I'm the podcast producer here at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, and it is time once again for Have a Bad Week. You know it, BTSC always recaps the past week's events for our readers. They decided they wanted to do this again, but they went wrong. They asked the most narcissistic writer that they know, and podcaster at this point, to put his own bizarre spin on it to do it. So, it's time to take a look at a bad week in the Berg together. But before we do that, check out Behind the Steel Curtain for all of your Pittsburgh Steelers needs. If you want to read about the Steelers, there's going to be breaking news, commentary, injury reports, everything you need to know that happens with the Pittsburgh Steelers, it's there, and then some to the nth degree. Now, if you want to listen about the Pittsburgh Steelers, my gosh, we've got podcasts every single week. If you want to hear Dave Schofield's Stat Geeks, or if you want to hear Jeff Hartman laying it down on the line every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday with Let's Ride, or if you want to get to know your enemy with Jeffrey Benedict and Michael Beck, there's also Live Mike. There's Touchdown Under with the boys from Australia, Matty P and Marky D. There's so much fun and hilarity with the guys from What Yin's Talking About. It's Greg and Kyle. Yes, Greg Benevit and Kyle Kreiss. If you want to talk about what's wrong with the cities of the teams that the Steelers are playing, it's a lot of fun with the Steelers. Power half hour. It's a tongue-in-cheek visit into that world. If you want to get over your hangover from the Steelers' last game, you could do that with Tony Defio. You could do that with Shannon White and myself. You could do so much with me. I'm on it with lots of different shows as well. You know, not every show is for everybody, but there's something for everybody with over 25 original shows every single week. So check us out here on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. So I told you about having a bad week in the Berg together. Let's do that. Sunday, 1121. The Steelers lost a thrilling game to the Chargers in Los Angeles in primetime. Black and Gold lost a whole heck of a lot more with J.C. Hassenauer and Eric Ebron lost for a while with injuries. But for me, it's a shame that our heroes and hypocycloids couldn't pull off a miraculous victory after being down 17 in quarter number four and taking the lead late. Why? Because many fans gave up and went to bed. I would have loved to have heard them complaining that we went to bed and we missed a miracle. Well, I tell you what, Ben Roethlisberger led this team and led them well. And it's a shame that they could not pull off that victory because they showed me something. I know we don't love talking about moral victories, but this could be the sign of something special if they can get it together this week against the Cincinnati Bengals. Let's go ahead to Monday, 11-22. First off, remembering this day in 1963 and the assassination of President John F. Kennedy. What a tragic day that was. That was eight years before I was born, so I never got a chance to experience that. But, wow. All I can say is that was an infamous day in U.S. history and the last time that a president was assassinated. And hopefully we will never be talking about 
an assassination of a president again. Monday, 11-22 as well. This is amazing news. I can remember 1984 being a favorite year of my life and for one season, loving the likes of Glenn Carano, Mike Rogier, Jackie Flowers, and Sam Clancy. Sam Clancy is a guy who had a great career in the NFL. They were clad in purple and red, and they were the Pittsburgh Maulers. So the USFL and the Maulers are back. Yes, the USFL will be playing in February of 2022. Actually, April of 2022, excuse me. And I am so pumped. 1984 was one of my favorite years ever. So now I need my pleather pants and my mullet. And I can't wait. Another team to root for. Usually when USFL, the XFL, you have the AFL. You never have a Pittsburgh team, but the USFL was bringing up only eight franchises and they were going to play their first season in Alabama. And I am so stoked to have another Steeler team to root for in the off season. Excuse me, another Pittsburgh team to root for in the off season. So this is going to be great. Interesting enough though, when the Steel City USFL franchise takes the field in Alabama for only their second season in their history, the team will have had as many head coaches as their NFL counterparts had since 1969. Yes, there were two coaches in Pittsburgh for the Maulers in 1984 as they went 3-15 that year. Since 1969, you know this, the Steelers have only had three. So when they have their new head coach, they're going to match in only their second season, something that the Steelers have done in 52 absolutely amazing right there but you know get it out get that purple and orange or purple and red or whatever that is that's exciting yeah you gotta like purple at least for them tuesday 11 23 a lot of movement on the steelers roster this week if you look at the tweet from the steelers we have promoted tight end kevin radar from the practice squad to the 53-man roster, signed guard Rashad Coward and tight end Jace Sternberger to the practice squad, placed wide receiver Ray Ray McLeod on the reserve COVID list, and released quarterback James Morgan. I've got to tell you, this to me is really reminiscent of an ex-girlfriend in college of mine. Lots of men coming in, going out, and catching viruses. Wednesday, 11-24, Heinz Ward was named a semifinalist for the Pro Football Hall of Fame Class of 2022. Yes! Fans of 31 other teams call him the dirtiest player in the game. We call him a legend in Pittsburgh. Let's hope Heinz gets his just rewards soon. He's got to get in there. He definitely does. When you look at some of the other guys in there, He's, he's the man, 1,000 career catches and the best blocking wide receiver that any of us has ever seen. Thursday, 11-25, happy Thanksgiving. Yes, as America celebrates Thanksgiving, it's a day to give thanks. The podcast producer at BTSC had a great day stuffing his face 
with amazing food, watching football, and falling asleep with his belt open until the manager at the Sizzler asked him to leave. Great news also on Turkey Day. Minka Fitzpatrick was announced by the Steelers as off of the COVID-19 list and active for the game in Cincinnati the following Sunday. Minka's absence to the Steelers' defense on Sunday was the equivalent to going to Arby's and they're not having beef and cheddars. Oh, that would be devastating. Friday 11-26, the injury report came out and the Steelers look to have a lot of players back, including who we just mentioned, Minka Fitzpatrick. TJ Watt is back. Isaiah Loudermilk and maybe Joe Hayden. Huge news. I, myself, have not been this elated since the reboot of Beverly Hills 90210, but unfortunately that only lasted six episodes. Let's hope that these guys returning to the roster so much better. Saturday, 1127, the news came out, no to Joe Hayden. He will not be playing. He will be out. That bums me completely out. This is as disconcerting as finding out that you are going to a Pentatonix Christmas show and Mitch is out with the flu. Oh my gosh, that would kill me. That would definitely kill my daughter and my wife, but it would kill me too. This is something interesting. An alternate trailer for the upcoming Kurt Warner biopic was released by Kyle Kreiss and the crew at What Yin's Talking About. What was supposed to be a feel-good story turned into a horror show for most, but not for Yinzers everywhere. Check this out on BTSC social media. They've done it again at Yin's. Kyle's amazing in the stuff that he puts together. So really good stuff. So that's it. This was the significant week that was for the Steelers. Mixed in with my black and gold musings. I'm sure next week will be full of Steelers happenings as well. So we'll have to do this all again. Woohoo! Have a great week, but better yet, have a bad one. <laughs>